Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salagata back on the fan. Love poll of the day coming up in just a little bit. We got to get back to the phones here, BT. Been a largely Knicks uh, discussion here, talking about the Knicks as they head into the All Star break, losing four straight, banged up every which way. I just don't think the Knicks could be a championship team. We have worked in some baseball uh, as well. We'll continue to do so, of course, as we get closer and closer to you know games actually taking place, even in spring training games. I guess Stroman met the media today said that he's looking forward to pitching the home opener for the Yankees or something like that. Yeah, a little presumptuous. Basically already slid himself into the three slot. Well, I mean, if they said he's going to – I'm assuming he's not making that up. They probably told him that. Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, the way it goes with early rainouts and inclement weather, I mean, I, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Right. Are we definitely going to that? Yeah. I mean, Tink and I did it for two years in a row, and mm. I know before we came over, you guys have been doing it forever. I don't know why we wouldn't be doing it. Well, I'm here now. What does that mean? We're going – I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Do we have to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly wish we can go to Queens too. We can't, based on you know, sort of like a broadcasting. I, I think I, I do like that. I, I, was I actually, think I wish we can go everywhere. I was actually talking to Hoff about this before. I, we do need to get to a Knicks game together. Yeah. Then forget like doing shows or whatever. We we got to go to a Knicks game together at some point. I like, actually, ironically, just got invited yesterday by a buddy of mine in town who works for American Express, who has a uh, a suite. At the Garden, and he's a big Knicks guy. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I watched um, our wife's had some function. I coach his son, great guy. Mm-hmm. And our wife's and basically the entire remember, oh that was, that was with Tiki at that point, where there was some function in town to raise money for the school district. I'm like it's Knicks Heat. There's no way I'm going. I'm not right. going to stay. <laughs> There's no no way yeah. I'm going. How much do I need to donate? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Jen went. We went with you know a lot of friends in town, whatever. But. Uh, this guy Mike didn't go either, so we watched by my fire pit, watched the Knicks and the Heat, the closeout game, unfortunately. So he's a big Knicks guy, and he invited me to a game, and he said, you got to bring Sal. He really? actually said that, yeah, for the suite. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And guess he's what? He's a big fan of the show. I'm in. Let's yeah, I know. It. I said you'd be in 100%. Yeah. Yep. So we got to get some dates. We're working on it, so... I guess what you just brought up is pretty much already in the process of being right, solved. Well, there we go. And then when baseball season happens, we had a fun uh, we had a fun outing last year when we were kind of in our infancy stages as a show. Was that when we went to City when I paid yeah. off the bet? Yeah, you wore your indoor jersey yep. paying off a yep. bet. Um, so, yeah, I want to get to – it'd be fun to go to Yankee Stadium and, and Ball City Field. I mean, come on, dude. That's what this town is about, baseball. I can't wait to get to these games here. Now, It'll be fun. will we ever get to a Giants game? Because we might get treated a little treated a little harshly to Giants I'll go game. to a Giants My problem is not the Giants or the Jets. My problem is football games in general. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't disagree. 
the couch is a better spot. But yeah, I am going able to, to believe. Going to MetLife and dealing with all the traffic it's and the brutal. freezing weather. And I'm not leaving early. I don't mind being cold. Like, that, that's part of the appeal. I'll Tailgating, this, I love that. Moving to Jersey for me? Oh, yeah. That changes things. That now. does change a lot for you. That's true. Uh, but I still went to three games. I went to road games last year. I just didn't go to any yeah. at MetLife. You didn't even go to a Jets home? You know, you went to the preseason Jets game. Yeah, I went to the Jets Giant game. I went to the Raiders game out there. I went to uh, Dallas in week number two. I guess last year was only two. Um, But still. I'd rather be on the couch. Yeah, I really would. Watch the other stuff. They've done such a great job of making it uh, perfectly you know, suitable to watch from your couch. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Back to the calls. Nick is calling from Warren, New Jersey. What's up, Nick? Hello. I I disagree. I think Nick's... uh, this can be can 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 win the final this year, honestly. Of course, based on what? Huh? Based on what? They had the depth last year. Last year was not. This team was nothing compared to last year. To be honest with you. Right, but last year they got ousted in the second round, and now you're it's saying the they're going round. to win the right. Now I remember, and now you're saying they're going to win the NBA championship. No, this year, this is this is the year. I'm telling you, man. I've been watching closely. Right, and you're telling me what? Dude, I think they're going to win it this year, brother. There you go. I love it. I mean, again, you're not gonna I, be... I'd like a fact in there at Long well, Thank you for the call. The fact there. is, he's been watching, but he likes what he sees. Right. What's what's non factual about that? I mean, come on. I mean, if, unless he's lying that he's been watching them, I believe him. He sounds like a very authentic guy. Well, I will agree that this is not last year. You are correct. Last year's team wasn't good enough to get out of the second round, even though they lost to a team that I believe they should have beaten in the second round in Miami. Mm-hmm. This year's team is different. This year's team is better. They're deeper, but. There are other good teams in the league. Saying the Knicks can get to an Eastern Conference Finals is saying a lot. That's assuming they're going to be two good teams in the first round. That's saying a lot getting to an Eastern Conference Final. Saying they're going to win an NBA championship is, come on, it's ridiculous. It's it's not, though. It's definitely a bit of a leap of, of faith. It's not ridiculous, though. i got to disagree on that. It's not this. It's not crazy. Dude, they like haven't they, done it since seventy. But stop! Then, I know. Then why are you gonna waste your time watching the Mets this year? No, you haven't done it since eighty six. I didn't say you shouldn't watch or shouldn't hope, but I said realistically, like now. See, this is what made me have this realization. Not mm-hmm. only the the bubble bursting, but like everybody is starting now. Not only to hope it. They're expecting it. Mm-mm, Nick mm-mm, fans mm-mm. are expecting. Uh-uh, that's not the right word. No, they're no, expecting no, no, they're the right gonna word. go to the NBA finals. Not expecting it. They are optimistically aware that the chances to do it have increased over last year. I think that's fair. I got a question for you, Sal. So, last year, the Knicks lose by a couple of points, Heartbreak City, closeout game against Miami, and Randall was a mess, the ankle. Mm -hmm. All right. So, do you agree, and I guess it's really the two questions, but one is just a transition to the real question. Do you believe that the Knicks are better, went whole, than they will be this year versus last year? Do you agree with that? 100%. Okay. That's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Question number two. Name the teams, in your opinion, that have absolutely, and meaning there's no doubt about it, gotten better this year from last year in the Eastern Conference. I think the Cavs are the one. I would agree with the Cavaliers. They are absolutely better. Who else? To me, the I answer is that, nobody. No, because the Celtics already have been good. Yeah. Bucks are similar. If no, not, maybe I think worse. the Bucks are worse. Their yeah. defense is horrendous. Embiid being hurt hurts the Sixers. So maybe do you see worse. what I'm yeah, saying here? So it. let me ask well, you. Well, 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 you're talking about the East, though. But I'm just saying, the, 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 yeah. Oh, you want to throw in the West? I don't, because when we get oh, there, because like. Because it's not going to be favorable well, to what you're saying. Oh, Clippers, but you can't win it. You got to get out of the East. There's no way. 
anybody in their right mind would say that the Knicks would rank over the T-Wolves, Thunder, Clippers, Nuggets. Okay, I, but you only have to play one of those. You only have to play one of those teams in the final. That's what I'm saying. That is true. So it's not about like the odds or the probability. It's like, okay, if the Knicks are able to get to the NBA Finals, can they beat one of those four or five teams that Sal just mentioned? My answer is yes. You're less bullish on that. I got it. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a leap of faith with that understood. But to me, this is where I get excited. The Knicks were a shot or two quickly not playing horrendously. Mm-hmm. Randall not playing horrendously slash being hurt. They would have won game six last year. And they and you're right. They should have beaten the Miami Heat. So, in a series. Well, really, so, game one with Brunson not being at his best. That's another that's one, what calls too. That's the series. Correct. Right. So, if the Knicks have undeniably gotten better this year, and with the exception of the Cavs, the team the Knicks beat last year, and I respect them. I'm not pushing them mm-hmm. aside just to further the point. No one else has gotten discernibly better, if better at all. Right. The odds are rising. Right. And but, they were right there last year. But even with the Bucs or Sixers being a little bit worse, yeah. now the Knicks have gotten to their level. And the Cavs have gotten better than the Knicks yeah. this year. Understood. So you still have the Celtics, who are always better. But, but the Cavs who better. are now The Cavs, who are now better. Yeah. And the Bucs and Sixers are on par with the Knicks. Or I should say the Knicks are now on par with the Bucs and Sixers. Maybe. Not to mention the Pacers. Like, you have really the top six. It's Boston, Cleveland, and then everybody else, including Indiana. And you want to throw Miami in there. You can even make it seven. Yeah, I'm not, well, listen, you always have to respect Miami. Butler's a killer. Vespolcher's the man. Knicks would beat them in a best I'm of not seven. About, I'm not trying to just, you know, brush them aside because they are, they are a royal pain in the ass. And they play the way they... We really want the Knicks to play. Dude, I mean, they play hard with integrity. You, you got to respect it. You want to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you got to get the three seed. See, but now that's the problem because of these injuries. But, but I that's still... part of it, too. It's... Okay, go ahead. Finish like, up. No, yeah. no, I'm just saying like that's part of me saying that it's, for the Knicks to be a championship team, everything had to go right. That means once um, Ananobi came over here, the Knicks were on another level, yep. smoking whoever they played. Didn't matter who it was. They were dominating. They were healthy. They were gelling as a team. If they kept that going and got a three seed or a two seed, now you have a favorable first round matchup. Now you're in a prime position in the second round and potentially, obviously, third, like a, a better position in the second round to get to the third round. Yeah. Now you're you're there. No, you're, the you're, seating, one, uh, yeah. you're one series away from like that's a big difference. The seating stuff matters. And now I, we're I, I looking at it where things are things have gone sideways here, rightfully so, because they're depleted. Yeah. But it's not going to get better anytime soon. They could be again battling for a six or seven spot, like. That right now there is a two game difference or a three game difference between the Knicks and the eight spot. The ma- oh, is that magic? Yeah, is that the and the Who Magic just beat, beat them? them last night. They beat them last time they played them too at the Garden. Three game. The Knicks are three games ahead of the Magic for the eight spot. So we yeah. went from talking about the two seed to now the eight seed. There's certain I, I understand that, and that is important to bring that up because seeding is going to probably matter. I mean, but. The thing about the Knicks, and this is what emboldens me here, and I really mean this. If, if I would say, hey, for all the Nick talk today and all the mm-hmm. Nick talk we've had the last couple of weeks, I would latch on to, if, 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 if you're not sure where you stand, I would say latch on to this one thing that, that I'm about to say again, because to me it's the most important thing. So I don't want to say that seating's not important. It matters, okay? Health obviously is paramount. How you're playing, how you're gelling with new additions as you get to the postseason clearly matters. The thing that I love about this team is they could get on, they could get off their charter team or their charter plane in Miami, in Indianapolis, down in Orlando, up in Boston, down in Philly. Will they take the bus to Philly? I don't care out to Cleveland, Ohio. I don't care where they have to travel. If they are whole, 
that tenacity and that depth and that shooting is coming off the plane with them. They can beat anybody. It's not about, oh, the hot take. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They can beat. And, and I did not feel that way last year. This year I do. They're a much better team. Mike is calling from New Rochelle. What's up, Mike? Mike A. Sal, you stuck it out, baby. You had your back against the wall. I am so proud of you. You tied that series up. I'm looking forward to it. You're going to take the city home. I'm yeah, you. Mike. Man, that was a uh, big he win. Of you. He took advantage of you last week. The field was wet. All right. You should have never played that game. That was the worst pack, the worst pack of, the, of the series. And I, I'm, I'm being serious. That pack last week was a killer. I, I think it a rough pack My pack week. this week was a killer. Yeah, no, it was. That was a difficult pack. It's actually a really good game. 7-6 with two different, uh, different great packs. Game. With only 11 cards. Yeah, right. Foley. Foley. <laughs> you didn't know that. You know Did you Tim Foley, one? F-O-L-I. You didn't know the other I, I, Foley. Foley. They used to kill us back in the day. Yeah, I should have known that one. Yeah, you didn't know him. I don't believe you. Yeah. yeah. What, Foley? Yeah, he was, a, on, he was a popular name. Know? Tom Foley. Yes. I remember, okay. I remember what the... Tim Foley. Yeah, no, no, not Tim Foley. Tom Foley. Right, but both of them. Yeah. He, he's saying both of them, and I agree. I'm not disagreeing. There was a Bob Foley, too. You can look it up. Him, I don't remember. Get to 1990, you got to scorch him. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, Mike, have you been keeping score at home? Yeah, I told you. Me and my cousin play two packs every Friday night. That's there great. You go. There you that go, That is Mike. outstanding. Dude. By the way, Tom Foley, 13 years, eight with the Expos, three with the Reds, two with the Pirates, two with the Phillies. Uh, See? He had, wait, wait, wait. He was with the Expos. He had 600 hits in 13 years, dude. No, no, but what, I you guys are talking about the wrong folding. This guy did basically why, nothing. Why, why which, which, <laughs> which, yeah, really. His OPS was six forty-seven. Who the hell are you talking about? No, no, no but hold on a second. Yeah, what, what's that sound? Remember, they played. Hold on one hold on, sec, Mike. Mike. So which Foley are you bringing up right here? The one that was in the pack today, Tom, Tom Foley. F O L E Y. Yes, he played. He with played who? with the Expos. He played with the Reds. How the long Pirates, was he with the, the Expos? He was with them for eight years. Which years? Uh, he was with the Expos. It looks like two different stops, so it's hard to kind of come But primarily from 86 through 92, and then a cup of coffee on the back end. With the Expos? With the Expos. He did nothing. And when was he with you the You were so- thinking about Tim Foley, who was better. No, no, but the guy that you were just talking about, the card was the Phillies. No, no, I, he was with Philly for a little bit. Right, so. He but- was with Philly in 86. And when was he with Montreal? The next year. See, all right. So at least no, I we're not disputing. You got no, no. It. I just wanted to. I'm like, just saying the guy wasn't good. Right. Oh, he I'm stunk. not saying that. I'm saying I remember the name. But, but this I, guy, Mike and Rochelle, yeah. say Tom Foley was good. Dude, he's got 32 bombs in 13 years. He, no, he was just like a, he was like a pain in the neck. You couldn't get him out. You, like, no, you could. Time. He had 240. Well, the Mets. Yeah, well, well, I mean, that's going to get anybody out in some of those years. Well, not those years. True. Go ahead, Mike. To me. If it's realistic, Knicks fans, you know, because there's a lot of Knicks fans in Manhattan, you know, like last year in the playoffs, you know, they get all the good seats. They never stick it out. You know, they only come around when the Knicks are good. All right. Those are the same people that are saying, oh, they're going to win it all. Listen, it's the Eastern Conference Finals or bust to me. The way the way they played a few weeks ago, like like Sal was uh, like um, BT was just saying. The way they were playing, the aura around that team, it, it was gelling. It was a team sport, team concept, all right? Now, when it gets – now, the best thing is we're going to have seven days off. We're going to get a little better. We're going to get healthier, all right? We're going to hit it. I'm telling you right now, we're going to go into the playoffs. We're going to be the number two seed. 
You understand? I'm not but even sure I feel that, Mike. Cleveland's not as good as everybody's talking. No, they're but they're healthier they're and, and, and more whole, thanks for the call, Mike, than the Knicks are now. I don't, I'm not going to concede the two spot. I said about five or six weeks ago, I thought the Knicks would definitely get to three. This is when they were lower, before they got hot. And I thought they had a chance to get to two. I don't see them getting to two right now just based on the injuries. But it, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's less of an issue for me because of what they could do on the road. But two is a little ambitious right now. No, come on. you got to be somewhat realistic. Yeah. The, the, the pro- a big problem with this, you could say, oh, well, maybe it's a blessing in disguise that they get to rest these guys. But a big problem with the injuries, it ruined all the momentum that they had. And they were on track to getting a 2 seed. They were on their way to being one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. That will matter come playoff time, where they match up against the Sixers or the Pacers. Who who knows where it's going to match up now, as opposed to a lesser team. Now, again, it's not going to be easy, but you'd much rather be a two-seed than you would a four or five. They might not even have home court now with the way that things are going. It's possible. I mean, I know Embiid's going to be out for the Sixers for a while, too, but think about that. They've been missing Embiid for a while. They still are right there with the Knicks. I think you guys have to remember, though, that while we look at the Knicks and, you know, their, their struggles, Milwaukee, I said it before, they've lost six out of ten. Philly's lost seven of ten, and the Pacers have won five. Yeah, they're five and five in their last ten. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's never ideal to have injuries and to go through a, a cold spurt. But the other teams, they've chilled as well. We got to incorporate that into the conversation. Where do you think the Knicks end up? Four seed wise, four. Yeah, I say I probably think a little bit lower, maybe four or five. I mean, it, it depends on when they get these guys back. Yeah. Oh man, that's going to be a big problem. I'm telling it's you right a buzz now. Kill. I'm telling you right now, you don't want Embiid in the Sixers in round one, especially without home court. I'd rather play them than the Cavaliers. Yeah, well, the Cavs are a two seed. I understand that. Well, I'd rather play them what than... What about then the Pacers? you rather play the Pacers or the Sixers? Pacers are a tough matchup. I, I you know, I, I know we've I know, played them a few on. times lately. The Pacers are tricky. How Miami, a handful, dude? Miami, six, eight. Miami or Orlando or the Sixers? Who would I rather play yeah. in round one? Yeah. I'd say Orlando based on their youth, right. but they we don't seem to match up great with them. They've beaten them every oh, time. So wait a second. Now the Knicks what? don't match up with the Pacers. They don't match up with the Magic, but yet they match up to win a championship. <laughs> well, Something not, doesn't well, add well, up well, here. I mean, I'm just giving you like the optimal the optimal matchup. Say the team's getting who would I most want to play who in round one? Who do you want one? in the first round? Yeah. Give me the options. Miami, Orlando, Indiana, You know what? I want Miami. I want Miami because I think that they're done. I agree number with Number one. And I want, to, I want to take the stake and slam it in their heart. Agreed. In right, round one. Right now get, get lost, Miami. Right now to get Miami in round one. Uh, again, I forget how the whole seven through ten thing no, works. What it is, it's, it's, it's a seven, eight, nine, right. ten in the play-in. Right, I know. But Miami's the yeah. seven right now. It doesn't All mean right. it's going to stay that way true, depending true, on true. the play-in. True. But right now... It would take the two seed to be able to play Miami. And I understand that. Of all those teams, like Orlando, whatever, but there's a little, eh, I don't no, know no, about I, I know, I know. My, uh, Indiana, I think, could be very dangerous. Philadelphia, very dangerous. I think the Knicks would beat Miami in a Okay, now, years. I don't disagree. Confidently, I now, If you say other teams will be dangerous, I think that you're right. I'm not trying to sleep on these teams. What do you think they're saying about us? Oh, when the Knicks get healthy. And more, maybe more specifically, what do you think they were saying about the Knicks before the Knicks had myriad injuries? Yeah. Calling up the sports radio in Indianapolis. I don't know if I want to play the Knicks in, in the playoffs. Cavaliers, I don't want to see these guys again. They beat us last year. They're better this year. Miami, I don't know if yeah. I want to take the – I mean, so it's the same right, thing. But, but the higher seed you get, the easier or more favorable the first-round matchup would be. That's the point. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy – Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. In theory. And now I think they're going to be in the mix with one of the teams that is on par with them. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Uh-oh. Something what big here, Hop? Is the, it's not the, what hold calling. on a second. Now, he's a clown, so it's probably something stupid. It's <laughs> not the NBA. There's no <laughs> trades. Guys, jeez, that was you guys yesterday, not me. It's yeah. not the NFL. It's got to be something Yanks or Mets related. What's up? Okay. According to multiple sources, the Yankees are talking to two-time Cy Young Award winner. Blake Snell. Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah, I saw this. You're an idiot to come back as, oh, as a coach. Oh, he got you. No, I saw this already <laughs> on social media. They didn't get anything. He's yeah, an idiot. They said Blake Snell. Well, I did I say Blake Snell. Too. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was kind of hoping for Bauer. Huff. Oh, come on. Yeah, fantastic. Wow, what a, oh, what a move. Oh, amazing, yeah. That's yeah, a great. brutal one. Um, did, uh, maybe I'll get you next hour yeah, when, when the Mets actually call Boris about Pete's contract. I'll, I'll sound a little here siren. Here no, I mean, listen, what are you doing? I, now, you can't get anything past me. Maybe him. I saw it. I already saw it. I'm not going to even waste my no, time no, on I the air about too. this. What do you mean you can't get anything past you? You literally just yeah, but said I knew Blake what it Snell. was. <laughs> but you just said Blake Snell. He said, well, I, was, I was thinking it. <laughs> Well, they yeah, bring got a little a D uh, word. All right, BT Corey Klubot. Stupid nickname and the stupid role. What an advisor for the Yankees? Yeah. Yes. Whatever, dude. Hoff, that was Cares. nasty. I even I admit. Hook, line, oh God, and yeah. sinker. A little nibble on that thing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Hoff, yeah. oh, he knew it too. He couldn't even get it out with a straight face. And even though I knew it too, like mm. we knew he was up to something, and I we both saw the Kluber news. I still, when I heard. Him say two times Cy Young Award when I was thinking Blake Snell as well. Now I just didn't say it, but uh-huh, he still uh-huh. he still threw it out there. Huff, that's good, on, bro. You did us dirty now two days in a row. You couldn't give us a break for a no. day. What was yesterday? We had to dress up like clowns and gold. <laughs> well, dust. we did ourselves dirty by being bad at picks. Well, he picked the outfits. 
That's you think, true. You think we would have ever chosen Goldust and Doink ever? No, but he could have okay. put us out there in Speedos with our love handles yeah, flapping right. everywhere. For Fair look like complete you know, losers yeah, no. on social media. Rather and then than today just to the pile on. Minimal oh, losers that we looked like. My favorite part of that whole thing is you can't get me. You can't get anything past me. You Wait, still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes my mind moves too fast. That's the thing. I knew it. I saw it. Oh, I won't even. I'll tell you when I saw that. I didn't even finish reading the article. I saw this because it was. The, this goes back to the other day with with Klubot and and Joel Klubot, whatever you say, Joel Sherman. And I saw the article, and once I saw what it was, I, st- I read like a sentence of like uh, advisory. I stopped reading. Right. Not interested. Exactly. Nothing, it doesn't matter. Same, it doesn't impact me. I did the it same exact <laughs> thing. And by the way, all kidding aside, the Yankees should be interested in Blake Snell. Like, oh, they, yeah. they need to do something. And, and isn't it weird how we're at the point? Like, pitchers and catchers are reporting. Teams are getting going here. Yep. Bellinger, mm-hmm. Snell, Montgomery, others still available. Solaire just signed. J.D. JD Martinez, Martinez still is still available. No, I think that this is a very, uh, shall we say, passive but yet unified, unified form of collusion. Right. I think that the owners are saying, you know what? Hey, just they'll sign eventually, but we're going to make these guys wait. And the longer it trickles and deeper it trickles into the season – they're going to get a few cents on yeah, the dollar. I don't think it's collusion. I think that it is. I mean, loosely interpreted collusion. Right. But don't you think it's just teams getting smarter now saying, hey, I'm not paying what you think we should be paying for such and such players? Like, yeah, Blake's now, based on past performance, pretty good. Deserves a good contract. Probably not what he's asking for. They're asking for the world. They're not going to get it. J.D. Martinez, good player, but, you know, what, 37, something like that? Yeah. yeah he so, is. I mean,. What are you? What are you going to give a guy? Thirty, ready to fall off the cliff here. You're not going to pay him twenty million dollars a year. I'm sorry. It's just to me, it's responsible spending from teams. It's not collusion. It's that they're realizing you can't just go out there and throw reckless money. Bellinger a little bit different because younger player, well, 27, 28 years old. We've never seen this year. before. Yeah. I, I think it's it's a non-spoken. Well. I think it's been communicated. And again, a collusion, I use that. I, I use it very loosely. Well, I mean, they went after Yamamoto to the point where he was expecting to get $200 million. He ended up getting $325 million. That's like, different with the Japanese revenue stream. I think that they that's so much easier to justify. Although I thought more teams would be really, really interested than, than uh, like, aggress- aggressive in their mm-hmm. pursuit of Yamamoto than there actually were. Um, I think that even though some of the contract demands have been exorbitant, of the guys still sitting out, owners usually acquiesced in the past. Like, they bit the bullet. I think there's a, a complete, abrupt... Don't you just think they got smarter, though? Well, yes, but I think that... Yeah, I do. I, I definitely do. I don't want to bury right it. Th- I do. But to make sure that you're getting smart together and nobody steps out of line, like, that's, again, collusion's not really the right word, but some form of banding together to lower the prices, which is basically a little bit of collusion. Let's go for what it is. On the mid guys. Yeah, Ballinger's not a mid guy. Yeah. Well, the top guys are going to get paid. Otani. Well, has to get, well, the Cy Young. Yeah, I, I, I know, but he's not as good as Yamamoto. I, I know I know the that, Japanese influence. Geez. I understand that, but that's... Uh, Jordan I mean, Montgomery's still out there, right? Yeah. I, it, is, it is crazy. I know Evan was talking about this, where baseball's a little broken... I don't, in this regard, I don't like the fact, and I'm going to step up for the little guy here. Listen, Blake Snell is going to step into $190 million. When, whether it's next week or next month, he's getting it. Same with Bellinger and the other guys for the most part. I feel bad for the guy. I mean, not terribly because he's not destitute. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the guy who's trying to make $2, 3000000 half goes to tax, $1.5 all mm-hmm. of a sudden, a little piece of the agent. 
you got a family. Like, those are the guys where it's, who are not signed yet. It's a little unsettling. Generally, the way it used to go was the big fish, they latch on, and then, like dominoes, everybody else, once the pecking order of payments been established, now the mid- and lower-tier guys can get a piece of the pie. But it's all disjointed. I do think, I do think though, the owners have smartened up, and baseball's got to realize, and the agents have to realize that they can't just be pigs about things. Yeah. In a sport that has guaranteed contracts with no salary cap, like, Bellinger's not worth whatever he thinks he's going to get. Same thing with Blake Snell. Not worth it. If I'm a team, I say, hey, good. He's a good player. Like I said with the Mets from the beginning, I wouldn't touch any of these guys. Yeah. I don't think it's coincidental that they haven't gotten touched yet. Their their self-evaluation is much higher than what the market says it is, and that's why they're sitting out right now. You know what it is? We'll get back to the phones here. They're imperfect stars. They're stars, but there's enough flaws right. Whether it's the innings with Blake or some of the lower batting but they average, get paid like stars. yeah, yeah. So somebody's going to have to adjust, and the owners are doing it for him. Matt is calling from Farmingdale. What happened here? Whoa, you know, I can do it for you. Yeah, you got uh, it. Yeah, Maddie, Farmingdale. What's going on, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? BT Sal, BT Sal, boys, love you guys, love the show. Thanks, um, Matt. Sal, Sal, your defense for the Knicks not winning the championship is completely off base. Your case does not hold water, like my cousin Vinny. And let me tell you why. Your your argument, Sal, is that they are not they're not better than Boston. They're not better than this team, that team. That's true. But every year in sports, does the best team win? If that was the case, we wouldn't be playing. No, but the there game. are four or five that are better than the Knicks. But 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 are they head and shoulders above better? Is it, uh, forget, uh, hold on, Matt. Matt, hold on a sec, Matt. Matt, I, I want you to battle this because I've been battling all day. Don't let him get away with it. There are four or five teams better than the Knicks when the Knicks are healthy. They're absolutely There's no are. way. They're absolutely no are. chance. But, okay, so I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you Boston. Boston is better. But are we talking night and day, or are we talking night and afternoon here? They're adjacent. These teams. They're not ten times better in a seven game series. The hotter team coming in. Can win that, and if the Knicks get everybody back healthy, I got news for you. Ready. If I had to make a prediction on it, the Knicks won't even see Boston. They're not going to see Boston. <laughs> They're not getting there. <laughs> the, the Knicks are going backwards, and I'll give you the teams: Boston, Minnesota, OKC, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. Five without even thinking about it, better than the Knicks. Now, I'd do also, the teams of the East, though. I'd also because that's what matters. I'd, well, you talk about winning a championship. But just, but let's get into the talk, Eastern Conference: Celtics, who else? Celtics and the Cavs. That's two right off the bat, and the rest. I would say the Bucks are better too. I mean, come on, you got to be realistic here. The Bucs are better, too. Now, do I think the Knicks could beat the Bucs in a seven-game series? Yes. Could they beat the Cavs? Yes, they could if everything goes well. Everything is not going well for the Knicks right now. Well, and they're going... going well. people, are, people are injured right now. When everybody gets back, you saw the way they were rolling, like, like BT was saying earlier. You called these other towns. They're, they're, they're scared of the Knicks. Are they talking about it? They are afraid of the Knicks when they're healthy and they're gelling the way that they were. But to get to, and thank you for the call, Matt. Thanks, to Matt. Get, to get to a, you know, I don't have my screen one dead there. To get to an Eastern Conference Finals, to get to an NBA's Finals, you need to have, you don't need to, but it would help to have a higher seed, a more favorable matchup in the first round because of the injuries. And again, I've listed a, a million reasons. So you could say that, oh, your defense doesn't hold water, but it really does because when the Knicks bubble burst, okay, now at that point they were peaking, they were riding high, everything felt possible for them. I would never put a ceiling on it. Then the bubble burst, and now you get back to reality. The reality is they have a lot of guys injured right now. They're depleted. That's number one. The reality is at the deadline, all they did was add depth. They didn't add that extra star to put them over the top. That is number two. The reality is Julius Randle has not proven himself to be a star player in the postseason. Anunoby, Randle, these Knicks, even with the new additions, haven't proven themselves 
in the postseason. Tibbs hasn't proven himself to be successful at the ultimate level in the postseason. So there were already question marks that were built in that now have on top of them question marks in the regular season because of where the Knicks are going with the depleted nature of their roster. One thing that I can't wait to see, I know we got a break here, is instead of coming in exhausted from, you know, logging 38 minutes a game, Randall's changing the narrative this year. I think so, too. He's going to come in fresh, he's going to come in bouncy, and it's time to go to work. I think the injury hurt him, though. He was rolling, dude, playing the best basketball of his career. I think the injury hurt him. That, to me, was the first, ah, crap, maybe the Knicks aren't, in fact, going to get to an NBA Finals this year. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. Going to miss you tonight, BT. Got the Dice concert live, Carnegie Hall, Andrew Dice Clay. Wish you were coming with, but I know you got the obligations that you got to attend to at uh, St. John's. Yeah, I got to go shoot the TV show with with Rick. Otherwise, I'd be there for sure. Have an awesome time. This is going to be great. You get a shout out, D. What do you think? I mean, I think Dice needs to shout you out. Get out of here. We get out of here. You think he cares about it once he leaves here? I know he wanted to come back the second time. Uh, He he wouldn't be able to pick me out of the crowd. I'm just hoping the seats are good. You think they hooked us up with good seats? What's the. uh, Now, I've been to Carnegie Hall. I've never been. I I have no idea. I know where it is. Yeah. Is it about what's what's the size there? Five or six thousand? If I had to guess, no, I don't even think it's that big. Hmm. He said it when he Good was seats. with us. I forget. I'm going to say so? you set up nice. All right. Yep. I invited Costos. Oh, Nick is going. Yeah, you know why? Because he mentioned he either te- texted us or mentioned when he came on with us after a dice appearance. Like, oh, dice, love dice. I wanted to bring people who love dice. Yeah, of course. My, my buddies from one of my buddies from home, Vinny, who he, he put me on a dice actually back in the day. We'd watch dice rules at his house. We go to all dice shows together. So I'm bringing him. Okay. And Stephen Howard Beach is going to come along. That's that's a pretty eclectic crew. Yeah. Well, all dice fans. I wanted to make sure we got. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you you know, couldn't go, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to waste these tickets. No, and Hoff can't go either. Yeah. Listen, if I didn't have this work responsibility, I would have been there front and center. Yeah. And Dice even said you guys could come backstage. He did say that. Yeah. Oh. And you, you asked him about it. Well, we I did go- ask him. Carnegie, Sometimes you got to ask if you want to get something. Carnegie, what's the seats? <laughs> you're right. Yeah, meanwhile, I've been asking for a Dory Jackson giant throwback jersey. He said, yeah, uh, closed mouths don't get fed. That was like three months ago. We still haven't gotten a jersey. Uh, Carnegie capacity is 3500 Okay, so I'm going to say that you are going to have solid seats. Real solid. Like like solid to a point where dice can I'm be not like, saying VIP. Is, nah, you know, not close okay. enough where we can start making fun of you. Yeah, okay. You're going to blend into the crowd more than that, but I'd be surprised if they're not really good. Scale you, of 1 to 10, 8 and a half. If you were there, yep. then we might have asked for like a little backstage meet and greet. Because he, he did say. He said. I know, but he looked like when no, you no, said No, 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 no. He was another one like, I was so uncomfortable when you said it. Yeah, how about the backstage dice? And I'm like, oh. Dude, he called. The- oh, wait, wait, hold on. I know that. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, wait. but you got to. He's he making me sound like a Gavone here. He yeah. just my hands out asking for everything. What happened was he came the first time right. to obviously push tickets. He spoke about Mitzi for about an hour. I cracked, a- <laughs> <laughs> I cracked a joke that I thought was hysterical. Not everybody agreed about his face falling to the floor and, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. whatever. I had a little fun. Yeah. 
Um, it, it was it was very wordy. We didn't get a chance to really run mm-hmm. the conversation. Well, it was not an kind of railroaded. Yeah. It was a, It was like we he spoke. We kind of listened. Right. So then we're like, but he's still the dice man. We love him. Then he calls Hoff, our producer. Love the energy. I love the those show. guys. Yeah, I love their energy. I want to come back and hang out with those guys. He came back to us. Right. And I know we wanted to sell more tickets. I get that. Right. But he generally bonded and liked us. He Agreed. spent 30 minutes after the first show. Dude, uh, if we didn't leave the building, Andrew Dice Clay was not leaving the he, building. He was hanging. Yes. No, he was hanging with us that first time. So I thought but, I had but the, then, the room to ask him. But then the second time he left right away and it was after you were like, what about backstage? Now, I don't think you were necessarily wrong for saying, hey, can we get backstage? But then I started to think like, Dude, he's performing a show at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> like, you think he wants to be bothered by anybody before well, he goes on? Well, you don't know if you don't ask. And listen. And he did actually say, he said, Well, tell, yes. tell everybody what, don't make me look like an he, idiot. Tell everybody said, what he said. He said, talk to my guy. But again, like, you know how you get a feel if somebody was really into it or not. And I felt like he was like, all right. Like, yes, you could. But remember, I'm not going to have a lot of time. He even said, like, he explained it. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. I can maybe say hello. He said, I'll give you a I high would, five, and yeah. I got to keep moving. I'm yeah. working. I said, right. that's it. I'll say hello backstage, but I got, you know, I, I can't spend time with you as far as hanging. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. reading it differently than it really went down. I thought it was a great job on my part, because if I didn't ask, none of the you guys were going to ask. Yeah, no. I we, stepped up for the show. Well, because that's something Somebody to me. Somebody had to register more than a six on the sack on, but you guys <laughs> yeah. were all turtling up. I'm uh, like, I got to take true. care of this. It is true, but I feel Jeez. like that's something, like, it would have been nice for him to be like, you guys want to come backstage? I mean, that would have been optimal. Yeah, I don't right. disagree with that. Yeah, so he does, and it's like, yeah, hey, so how about backstage? you got to create your own opportunity. Yeah. How about bringing us on stage, shouting us out, throwing the yeah, set? Yeah. I'm going for the whole yeah. thing. Now, keep in mind, though. <laughs> keep in mind, just so you understand, Sal. Look at Hoff shaking his head. It's yeah. true. Hold yeah. on. I don't care. No, it's shaking not. His head. What, 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 what? It's not true. Because <laughs> where the first time we couldn't get him to leave, the second time we couldn't get him to stay. He, oh, he was out the door to the gym. He had oh my ass! He was he. I we, we asked him if he could do anything, and he wouldn't do it. He and then, no, not, nothing against him at all, but he literally was like, "No, I can't. I gotta go. I, I gotta go." Sal asked him something on the side too. Couldn't do it. Like not 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 a single favor was. I gotta go. Well, I had to run out. If I believe, if I, if I believe, I remember. I actually was had to get right to St. Yeah, John. He did I had though. to go. All right, but so what? He left. He came in. He did yeah, a radio. Well, he wants to hang out here for another hour. Well, again? I'm just saying. I think we read the room a little differently. Uh, I don't I think so. <laughs> I mean, just to be clear. Hold on. Hold on. Just to be clear, Sal. Yeah. yeah. Now, because you know, many of you who listen to this show listen to Boomer and Jim in the morning, so you, you're very familiar with our buddy Peter Schwartz. So just to be no, very clear. No, it was not that level. It was not a Peter Schwartz ask. No, no you were not asking for autographs and pictures. And... It was in a funny, not intrusive, like, so nice, you're going to hook us up backstage or what? Like, very disarming. <laughs> that is true. That's that, that exactly the line what he bites. See if he nipples. And, and he, and he, he did. He did. I'm not saying he sucked the whole thing, the, the whole hook down. Right. But the food was enticing enough to nibble around the hook. I'll put it this way. I do think that after your ask, and if you were going, we would have gotten a hang with So do I. But I'm not. I'm so basically, not, what you're saying is without me, you got no juice. Yeah, I'm, That's what you I'm just not going to pursue it. There was no way I was going to ask them. <laughs> oh, by the way, what about the backstage? Yeah. I don't even hey, want to bother. Hey, my partner him. asked you. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Devin is calling from Boston. What's up, Devin? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? How are you, Devin? Hey, Dev. Good. Got a couple uh, couple points on the Knicks. So I, I live up in Boston, and I will say uh, when the Knicks are healthy, uh, from what I've heard from Celtics fans, the team they fear the most is the Knicks. Whoa. But obviously, but obviously, let's caveat that majorly with they have to be healthy, right? But when the Knicks come to town, I will say I've gone to every game this year. Knicks fans show up. They are loud. All that to say we have to get healthy. The one thing that scares me, though, also is, they rely on Brunson so heavily. So Brunson needs some rest. 
Will he be fresh coming into the playoffs? Love the point on Randall being fresh, hopefully for the playoffs and showing up for one. Yep. Um, but the other thing is that for once, dare I say it, sustained success with the Knicks. We have draft picks coming and we've got money. So if it doesn't happen this year, right. hopefully we're a team to contend with for years to come. Well, and thanks for the call, guys. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Devin. Thanks, Good job, Devin. We appreciate that. That, to me, is the bigger point. The fact that the Knicks are set up for sustained success. Just because I don't think they're a championship yet or, or a championship team this year built for that yet doesn't mean that it can't happen as soon as next year. Where I think that legitimately going into the year next year, based on a move or two in the offseason, they will be as complete as they can be, and say, all right, here we go. Go try to win a championship. I agree, Sal. This regime has been so responsible and so prudent and forward-thinking and not emotional in their decision-making. Everything's lined up, and they're still in position to make that big swing over the summer. Joe is calling from Wilson Park, New York. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, Joe? Uh, I, was originally, hey, I was originally calling about a Brandon Nimmo comment, but... Let's go. Go for it. My Brandon Nimmo comment? Yeah. Well, I, I was a little surprised you know, the take you had about you know, the fake hustle and all that yeah. stuff. And, yep. you know, um, yeah, I, I could see where you could see it. Uh, my question was, is, is there actually some kind of a statistic on how many hits or times this guy got on base? You know, from that hustle, you know, uh, whereas maybe if he just ran it out, he wouldn't get on base. Well, can I just say you one know, that's thing, just Joe? Something. I, I tried looking for it. I couldn't find anything. And yeah. Kind of. I would show it. Listen, uh, we, we were, listen, I'm happy. Bring, I wanted Sal to take this call because I, I see Nimmo's name on the screen there. And thanks for the call there, Joe. I'm going to address that. I'm not going to keep doing this, but there, there's shelf life for it. But I want to be fair to Nimmo, who I like. And I think what I said, at least the way it was said, was not reflective of what I truly meant. And I'm mad enough to own that. Uh, and also not indicative of how I view Brandon Nimmo. I've got great respect respect for the young man. I, I, I really do. And I think what bothered me the most, in all sincerity, Sal, is seeing the words, you know, they built soundboards, different websites, podcasts, oh, good, and, you know, this is what you do and you have to own it. You're going to have to make some mistakes, and, it's it, you know, it, it's part of the business. But everything that I teach the kids that I coach, especially my son, is what he does. And that's that bothered me. Like, that actually hurt me. I'm like, you know, you've been you've been living and saying one thing. I mean, I couldn't run. I was slow as hell, but I ran hard. Mm-hmm. My son's fast, and he runs hard. And kids who run hard, I love. And I, I teach that. So it was never about, like, the fake hustle. I wish I could delete that. I can't. It's out there forever. I got to own it. But I love the guy. I love his style. My main contention was, I think Lindor's the leader. I don't think players gravitate to Nimbo, Nimbo simply because he sprints from home to first on a walk. But there's so many more layers there favorable to Nimmo that we don't have time to go over again. And I'm not going to keep repeating this, but to be fair to Nimmo, I wanted to come correct because the way it came out, I sincerely did not mean it that way. Mario is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Mario? Okay, thanks for taking my call right at the end of the show. I appreciate it. Got it, buddy. Uh, you know, uh, I want to talk about uh, what Sal was saying. Cleveland is not better than the Knicks. The Knicks killed Cleveland last year. Yeah, it's not and last they year. They got their number. It's not last what? year. It's not last year, Mario. It's a new year. Knicks are better. Know, well, they have a better team. The Knicks have a better team last so year. The, 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 it's not last year. It's this year. The Knicks have a better team than they did last year, but the Cavaliers are also better, and they've been playing better. Uh, hello? Yeah, you're there. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, you know, no, 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 but they, they have their number. They beat them to the ground physically until they can prove otherwise the Knicks are a better team than Cleveland. 
Cleveland's got to prove no, that. But Thanks that, for taking my call. That, you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mario. Thanks, you Mary. too. Well, I don't that, think that's unfair what he said. No, but that's last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, my feeling going into the postseason series last year was that the Knicks are going to win this series. They're better than the Cavs. But we both thought it would be tight. And it played out that way, though. For sure. Well, actually, well, not I mean, even the Knicks, the Knicks. Yeah, No, I know. But there was yeah. some tight games. Yeah. I just, in my gut, I felt like the Knicks are winning this. This is the year it's happening. They're going to mm-hmm. win a playoff series, and they're going to do it against the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell. This year, anticipating them two going head-to-head into uh, a postseason series, yep. I do not feel that confident. I, I respect that. Matter I, fact, I understand that. Matter of fact, last year, I felt that the Knicks weren't going to beat the Heat, even though they should have. This year, it's the opposite. I feel like the Knicks would... I, I confidently feel like they dominate Miami this year. Well, because Miami's regressing a little bit, and the Cavaliers are getting better right. and ascending because they're young. Listen, all I would say is this. I think that the Knicks, I, that when all prefaced went whole. When the Knicks are whole, I think they could beat anybody. You're less confident. I respect the Cavs. They're going to be tough. And But the bottom line is this, Sal. If the Knicks don't get whole, it means nothing. They get they could lose to anybody. Yeah. So I understand go. it. You know? But, yeah. All right, BT and Have Sal. Have fun with our buddy Dice tonight. I will. Looking forward to it. Be back again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks to everybody who called. Thanks to everybody who listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Dope. Thanks to Hoff as well. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Evan and Tiki coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.